Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Live from Venice, California. You know what I said to Venice yesterday? I was like, cause, so our ho- my hotel has cheese curds. Noticed that. Yeah, on the Instagram. I didn't know if it was your hotel where you got those. I got them at the hotel. What are cheese curds? Fried cheese. It's literally a a curd of cheese and they just deep fry it. Oh, it's not a tater tot with cheese inside of it. No. Oh, okay. And and they have those on the menu? (laughs) That's so so random. And they actually say Wisconsin cheese. I was going to say, is this a Minnesota thing? So cheese curds are from Wisconsin, but since Wisconsin and Minnesota are like... They touch um, it. We've we've really adopted it as like our biggest fair food. Okay, and you guys have quite the fair. Yeah, Minnesota State Fair is amazing. I've heard about this multiple times. But last night I was like, I am in Venice trying cheese curds, and I was like, I'm in LA, or am I in Venice? You're in Venice. I just get so confused. Okay, and there, I I used to think it was LA. It's LA proper, I think, or whatever. But I've noticed Harrison's address is like Venice, California. <laughs> Sherry, <laughs> well, she's not gonna even live. The- well, yeah, I feel fine disclosing the location. I guess at this point, that's so stupid. That's like me being like, "Don't tell someone they live in New York City." Right? Like, find the house. I always <laughs> just want to be like, every time I post like the hotel door or something, I used to be weird about it, and now I'm like, find find the room. Like, come into the hotel that's you know 25 floors, and like pick that I'm on floor seven and I'm in room 780. There's no way. You can't even get up the elevator sometimes without keys. <laughs> Just Me dead on Tuesday. Say, if you're listening, please don't try that. Don't try that at home. <laughs> Do not try this. As there's like TikToks with people literally like blocking, like bringing their own like ways to block hotel room doors and everything. Have you seen those? No, absolutely not. <laughs> there's like these TikToks where it's like how to stay safe in a hotel room. And it's like bringing double-sided tape to make sure like the mirror's not double-sided, using a coat hanger to lock the door and all this stuff. And I literally just walk into my hotel room dead Bolton. I just go to bed. Okay. But what's crazy about that? So the other day I locked my key inside my apartment. And so I went down to the front and I was like, I locked my key inside. Do you guys have a master? And the girl's like, yep. Hands it to me. And she's like, opens every door in the apartment. So I get up to my floor and I'm like, where should I go? Like the things I could do with this master key to my entire apartment. So in hotel rooms, I was just about to say, I feel totally fine shutting the door as well. But a lot of people in that hotel room have a master key to every room. One time, I think it was when we were in Miami, I locked my key in my apartment or my hotel. No, it was when we were in Dallas. I locked my key in the hotel because I went to your room when when we were, were attached and I didn't have my ID or anything. So I went down and I was like, I locked my key in my room. Can I please get another one? They're like, do you have your ID? I was like, no, but I promise you I'm staying here. I'm in room 105. They're like, okay. <laughs> I like, it would be a fun experiment if I could walk into your hotel and be like Woodruff room, whatever. And like, if they would give it to me. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll, I always lock my, my key in my room and I'll just be like to the maid, like, I promise you it's my room. Like, and they open it. Yeah, no, it's actually insane if you think about it. I do bolt the door, though, at night. Yeah, yeah, same. I bolt and I, like, do the little locky thing. The only time I've ever uh, barricaded the door was one time when I was driving from L.A. I think I think I had the U-Haul from L.A. to Oklahoma or something. I, I don't know, but I was in, like, BFE. And do you know what that stands for? BFE? Bum, fuck. I don't know what the E stands for. Really? But I would say BFN, bum, bum fuck nowhere. Okay, BFE's bumfuck Egypt is what we call it back at home. <laughs> Never heard that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I always wondered if people had heard it. Yeah, I always say like bumfuck nowhere. BFE, I think it's in a Morgan Wallen song. 
<laughs> I don't know. Random. Good old um, Oklahoma. Good old Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, we're saying it there. Uh, and I and I was like in a motel with the doors facing outward. Oh yeah. And I remember I was just like scared to death, and so I put a bunch of the furniture and I slept in front of the door. Well, one of my friends and I, I don't. It was like a very traumatic event for her. She was in a hotel in Iowa, and someone was like harassing her next door. So they were like trying to like get her attention and get into her room with like, you know, the connecting doors. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. And like police had to get involved in everything. And it's like very traumatic for her now. And hearing that happen to someone, it like makes me think a little bit more than what like it makes me think twice. But I'm like, if that could happen to her, it could happen to me. No, absolutely. And connecting doors are are crazy. I thankfully there's there's not a lot of hotels we stay in with connecting doors, but those throw me through a loop if I don't know the person next door. Because you're just like one open door away from exposing like everything. Well, and if you open it, you could like, if you forget to lock the door, you just push the other one, you go into the room. You're like fully in the room. Yeah, it scares scares me. No, I'm not a fan. Um, But yeah, we're in LA. Long story short, cheese curds, scary hotel. How how were the cheese curds? They were good? They were really good and they didn't hurt my stomach. Oh yeah, you you can't even have those. Because like, yeah, I mean, oh, you've never had a cheese curd because you would die. In my life. Yeah, they were really good. But you know what's interesting? The menu of the hotel also um, advertises Wisconsin cheese on a egg sandwich. You gotta have like some Wisconsin tie to the, you, you should Google that. Yeah. Like is the founder, is the guy that started it from, is there a thing called Irwin, Wisconsin? I don't know. You're not it's staying totally there. Ever. You're, I'm just I'm like, I, that I thought about. I'm like, you've left by then. But um, last night we got back to the hotel at like 8 p.m. and I'm, I was starving because like it was New York time, eight, nine, 10, 11, and we hadn't eaten dinner. All I ate was like fruit rolls and gushers at the studio. Oh, yeah, right. They have gushers at that studio. It's great. And I was like, eh, it's eight. Like, I don't probably need anything. But then I saw the menu and I was like, I have to try cheese curds. I'm just shocked they have the cheese curds. I know. In LA. So big fan. Tonight, I'm, I'm excited about all the places that we're eating because the thing about Venice is there's such fabulous food here and it's all walking distance of where you're staying. But what's crazy about you being here is that it's like pouring down rain. I noticed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, do you check the weather before you go places? So I do because of, I don't check a bag. So I, to to limit my packing as much as possible. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I did. And I was like, oh, rain every day. Yeah. I had no idea until you texted me and you're like, I hope the weather turns. And I was like, hmm. It was fine this morning. I went on a walk and it was like lovely. It was very um, foggy, but it was warm. I had a sweatshirt on. I was fine. Speaking of sweatshirts, I had a different sweatshirt on this morning and I was walking to meet you and I got a bloody nose and it got on my white sweatsuit that I was wearing. And so I stopped. I've never bought something from Aviator Nation. So I tried on this like patchwork thing that they have right now. Have do you know what Aviator Nation is? Yeah, yeah. Because they have like the lightning bolt ones and then they have this sweatsuit. Sorry, Aviator Nation, like you're about to get a slight ricochet shot. And because we were like meeting Megan today that's here with us, I was like, I got I have to change out of this. Like I looked like I was in a murder scene and I was like, I have to change out of the white sweatsuit. The only thing that's open at 10 on Abbott Kinney where I like know I can get a sweatsuit that I'll wear again is Aviator Nation. And I like walk in and there's like this, it has patch, there's like this really cool thing they're doing right now that's patches all over it. So I put it on and I like kind of know their prices typically. And I took like the, both the tags off and I handed it to Harrison and I was like, here's my card. And he's like, did you check the prices? And I'm like, no dude, like I know the ballpark of what it's going to cost. And he's like, the top is four fifty. And I was like, for the sweatshirt, shut up. And I was like, what are the pants? And he was like three eighty. And I was like, so I like open up thing. I was like, well, I won't pay that. Aviator nation is everywhere now too. Like they don't need to increase their prices. They're doing fine. They were just iron-on patches. <laughs> I was like, well, get out there and do a little once-over and <laughs> check the prices. Oh, was that like 150 Yeah. Okay, see, I, I like that color a lot. Yeah, we were back in the scheme, but I was like, oh, man. Um, where You were saying you were going to take me places? Mm. That's all I heard. Restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> There's this seafood place. Well, irrelevant. Okay, I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is literally losing her mind. No, I'm weaning off my Adderall. I haven't taken it in seven days. It's really scary. <laughs> I'm scared. Claps for me. I took it in college a lot and I was crazy. And then I got back on it. I don't take it every day, right? I take it as needed. And then I decided, and when I do things, I do them cold turkey, right? Like yep. I'm not like a let's 
dose down. You're a zero or a hundred. I just took the pill bottle, threw it away, and I was like, fuck that. Like, I've had it. And so now I'm on day seven or eight without it. And I haven't Googled it yet on the effects, but I, my temperature's whack. Like, um, you're more hot? I'm hot. I'm I'm sweating, but I'm freezing. Quick pause to talk about mud water because what is worse than the coffee jitters? Nothing. Nothing is worse. Mud water is a fabulous alternative that we have been talking about a lot because it has only a fraction of the amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. And so you get the energy without the jitters. I make mine with oat milk and honey. What do you do? I use coconut milk. Really? Yeah, I love coconut milk. What about the lion's mane for to support focus? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite part. Yeah, because we, we both need to focus a lot better. <laughs> Yesterday, they're like, raise your hand if you have ADD. And Jordan and I were like, and then he's like, raise your hand if you really do. I was like, she does. Alex does. <laughs> like, uh, me. Mudwater is also Whole30 approved, 100% organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and kosher certified, which is music to my ears. They donate monthly to the Berkeley Center for the Science of Psychedelics, and Mudwater believes that the country is in a mental health epidemic and sees psychedelics as a useful tool for individuals with depression, PTSD, anxiety, and other mental health experiences. To get 15% off, go to Mudwater, M-U-D-W-T-R, that's how you spell water, W-T-R.com slash Mean Girl to support the show and use code Mean Girl for 15% off. That's M-U-D-W-T-R dot com slash Mean Girl. You're not sick. No, I'm not sick. Okay, good. Because it's not like I have a little bit of a cold. Well, I, I do have, I do. Every time <laughs> I get kidding. to LA, I have to blow my nose a bit, which costs bloody nose. This wasn't telling you about that. I've broken my nose three times. Did you know that? <laughs> what question were you going to ask me? If you think popcorn could go in a Pringles can. <laughs> That's what you wanted to, before we started the episode, Alex, like, I have questions to ask you. And I'm like, write them down because she might forget. That's what you wanted to ask me. Do you think popcorn could go in a Pringles can? And it'll break your brain. I've been thinking about it for like four days. Like the seeds are popped, popped, popped popcorn. I mean, yeah, but there won't be a lot of it. There won't be a lot of it. And do you want to like, because once you're past the point when your hand can get in it, now we're tipping. Yeah. And it's a really good question. Like what Pringles are perfect for the Pringles can. Yeah. Because they're. They slide so well. They're wedged. Mm hmm. So you can get your hand in there and, and, and it's really, it works. But popcorn and a Pringles can, to me, it's a no because now we're tipping backwards. Yeah, and you can't like shove your hand in there and grab it. It would like break and crinkle or like get all crummy. Yeah, the bottom is definitely going to be crushed. Yeah. No. So no. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's no too and then I might maybe be a little wider of a tin. This is how I know you're, on, you're off Adderall because you, you always used to ask me the craziest questions when you were not on Adderall. And I never, and I, I got on like five milligrams a day. Yeah. Like it was the lowest amount, but, like, and I would actually divide that up and I would take like 2.5 and like throughout the day. Do you have like the craziest shower thoughts now? Well, I don't shower as often these days. Why? I have this new thing. Oh my God, what? I just hate being wet. You're like a cat. That's <laughs> fine. I used to shower twice a day. Yeah. Now I'm, it's gonna, this is gonna be the hand washing thing. It's like once every two days. Does Harrison know that? No, I don't know. <laughs> is he okay with that? I have ask. <laughs> if I sweat, I shower. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> but I don't, I don't have shower thoughts as much. No. Okay. Do you have shower thoughts? I get like my deepest thoughts in the shower. Really? Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. I, all of a sudden I step under the, the water and I'm like my brain, but they're not like creative thoughts. They're like deep thoughts. I'm like, please stop. I'm oh. trying to relax right now. You like want to silence those. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone always says their best ideas come to the, do you know why it is? I bet shower thoughts didn't exist back in the 1900s. Because they didn't have cell phone times. So, like, yes, for us, shower. it's just a time when, like, you can't have your cell phone. No Back in the day, they had something to wash, right? Early 1900s. When was the shower invented? <laughs> that, we should we need to know that. <laughs> like, when did people start showering? This is why you get in trouble at Barstool, because you were on Adderall. That is the final answer. Because I was or wasn't? Wasn't. Never. This is, like, the dinosaurs and the hand washing. <laughs> the dinosaurs was an accident, and then I... The di- like, I know I only got on it like three months ago and 
It just ruined me. That's like, why I hate episodes it. suck now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not meant to focus like that. No, you're you're so much more fun to talk to. I'm like just like a better person. When were showers? When were showers invented? And and who? You're never gonna believe me. Nineteen eighteen? Sixteen? I don't know. I skipped seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen sixty seven. Showers. Yeah, fast yeah, the first modern shower. Seventeen sixty seven when the first patent for a shower was grant granted to William Feetham, a stove maker. A stove maker. I didn't even know they had running water in the seventeen hundreds. I'm shocked. These modern day showers were powered by hand pump and used and use less water than they use less water than baths. I just I, I for baths. sure thought they were still going to like the rivers and getting water like in big buckets and like taking baths. The, and this person says, did they have showers in 1950s? <laughs> and this is saying I, it didn't happen for most new homes until the 1950s. Okay. So I think you're technically, I think you're right. Like they weren't, I was going to say, I feel like when my grandma was a baby, she was full on taking baths only. I mean, as a young child. As a, yeah, and they would have like the the bowl. The and they would have to share. My dad would have to. He told me when they were really young, they have to share bath water. Really? Yeah. Well, he he grew up in um like not a wealthy family, but yeah, like, what the fuck? But he had seven brothers and sisters, and I'm either getting my him or my grandma mixed up. One of the two would have to share bath water. So if you went last, you'd get cold water and you'd be dirty. I could totally be making that up from um. Akatar that I read to the first book because they do that. <laughs> they did. They they. That's probably you have to ask your dad like if which one that was. But I think what they would do is take the bath water and heat it back up on the stove and put it back in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think they had. I don't know when they had showers. We know when they did roughly. Why are we talking about this? Why are we on showers? Oh, because you don't shower. And then you're like shower thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I, because it's a break from your cell phone. Yeah, that's so true. It's the only time where you're just like focused on doing something kind of mindless. And I think these thoughts come into your head. Also, speaking of things we used to talk about, I keep meaning to tell you this. Um, you know, do you know The Office, the show? Yes. You know Dwight? Just which one is he? He's um, the one that Jim always pranks. He's like the one that everyone like hates. Not the one dating the girl. No, no, no that's Jim. Um, Dwight has like the glasses. He's always. Yes. So him in real life, I can't think of his name. It's like Rain Wilson. I don't know. But he's um, he went on a podcast and he says that he, with logic, you know, the singer. Yeah. And he said that he doesn't wash his hands. And no one came for him. No one came. Uh, uh, yeah. Pete sent it to me and he's like, weird how he says it. And the whole world is like, ha ha ha, you're so funny. Right. And he's like, serious. He's like, I literally think it's so wa waste of time. He's like, I don't touch. He's like, he literally was like, I don't touch my wiener when I, when I go pee. Right. Like, and we like wash our hands some. Yeah. So it's just like this crazy, he said that, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I think we just hit the algorithm on the wrong day. Yeah. With that moment. I think people, like, yeah. And they were just like, let's dunk on them here. And it was like, whoa. I, I have the clip on, in our TikTok for us to respond to if we feel crazy later. Oh, okay. Um, did you have any other questions asked me? No, I don't think so. Uh, do you like LA? No, not, I feel so bad saying that. It's, it's, I like LA. Um, I love like the idea of it, like being, I like Venice. Mm -hmm. Being near the water. Um, Venice is very walkable, which I'm a big fan of. Yes. I love that aspect, but um, not LA because I don't love the idea of how much traffic there is. And you don't have like the beach right there, like proper LA. Quick pause to talk about Rocket Money because do you know how much money you were losing on subscriptions? Oh, I bet it's so much. The other day I was charged for a domain I bought three years ago when I lived in downtown Los Angeles called DTLA Alex. Still <laughs> it was still charging me per month. And I was like, oh my gosh. You're doing, everyone's doing it. They just I like, need, don't know it. No, I know. I need to check on this ASAP. Yeah. So basically, you guys, the thing is, if you feel like you're just having money fly out of your account and you have no idea where it's going, we know it's going to all these random subscriptions that you just double click on the seven days, the seven days free. And then it like subscribes you to the trial. And before you know it, it's just, it's a mess. So it's endless. I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. Mm -hmm. So we used Rocket Money to help us find out what those subscriptions are, what we're actually spending money on. It's eye-opening, and we've canceled them, and I don't want to ever make the mistake again. So Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
it's made like a massive difference for me, especially apps that you're auto subscribed to. I got charged over $100 on an app renewal. And they're, and they're not even downloaded on your phone, but you're paying for them. Yep. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped its members save an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's crazy. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash mean girl. That's rocketmoney.com slash mean girl. It's really like the most responsible thing you could do. Oh my gosh, yeah. You're not losing anything doing it. Yeah. You're, you're just you're saving. Fact making money. I'm with you. Yeah. I really grew to love Venice because of the walkability. Anything you want, like you don't even really have to have a car. Yeah. You could just do, you could just circle and do everything. And then, you know, you got your grocery store, you got your restaurants, you've probably got your social circle. You could Uber if you had to go somewhere else. So I agree with you on that. I went on a walk this morning and I got to this part where they had the most adorable houses. Very like Spanish style houses. Yeah. By, and it's like right across the street from the ocean. I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah, they're stunning. And then you have the boardwalk. You have 15,000 coffee shops. So much. The food is incredible. Did you find the canals? What's that? They, okay, you know how Venice, like Italy? Yep. Has the canals. It's like. Right. Yeah. Okay. They have those here. There's all these waterways. So I only stayed on the beachfront. Okay. Maybe tomorrow when you wake up, you really should map. I'll give you like an address and you just walk it like this. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. And the homes are awesome. And they're like, they're on these back waterways and they have these really cool, like barges, some of the houses. And they just have like, you've probably seen this on a lake. And they're just like wood, right? And they're like a floating piece of slab. And they have like four chairs on them. Wait, stop. Yeah, and you just get on it and so you'd have like a little happy hour. It's really cool. Wait, actually, will you send me those? Because I want to walk that tomorrow. Yeah, you, just, it's, it, you can walk there from your hotel. Cool. And then you just like lap it like that. It's really, it's totally worth seeing. But yeah, it's been so great. I literally, everywhere we had to go, like this studio, Harrison's office, the place we were supposed to meet for lunch yesterday, it's like all walkable. Everything's walkable. It's, it's great. And it was so quiet this morning. Like no one really was out walking. And if they were, they were just walking their dogs. It's like this is, you don't get that peace in New York. Like you'll be walking at 6 a.m. There's people everywhere. It's cocaine energy in New York. Yeah. And here it's LSD energy. Like we were like chilling. Yeah, I just walked. I just like, I don't know. It was just it was a very peaceful morning. Yeah, it's nice here. And I was running late this morning. I'm like, that is like the West Coast that gets to you. It was, you running late was really funny. You were like, I brought my breakfast because I'm running late. I, I was know. like, oh, yeah, my breakfast hasn't even arrived yet. So I know, I was like panicking. I'm like, I need to calm down. What'd you get for breakfast? Um, Eggs, potatoes, avocado, and chicken sausage. Yum, from where? My hotel. Okay. I've really upped my egg intake. Yes, I love it. You yeah. still eat eggs every day. You're walking taco. I'm clocking about four to six a day right now. It's really weird. You should check with your doctor on your cholesterol. Yeah, I had to stop eating tuna because I... The mercury? I got mercury poisoning one time and I started to feel that same like pain in my stomach because I would make tuna salad and then I would take it with me everywhere and it like, I eat, it kind of hurts sometimes. I think that like, so I love eating a ton of eggs a day and people, my dad's always like, watch your cholesterol. And I feel like you and I have healthy cholesterol. We're fine. That's the that's the con of it. Yeah. Okay. The yolk can give you high cholesterol. Okay. But only if you struggle with high cholesterol. Yeah, my dad does, so I think I could be a candidate. <laughs> it's like people are like, don't eat salt, but it's like if you don't struggle with sodium intake, like sodium levels or high sodium levels, you're fine. Well, everyone's different. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is good. Shannon Ford's boyfriend has this posted right now, and I was reading it. Okay. You know how one time we were talking about James Middleton? Okay. How we were talking about if you if we have a bad day of eating, how we like the next morning, we're like, nothing fits. Yes. Okay. So he says, do you feel guilty from occasionally binge eating or like having a bad meal? To gain two pounds of fat, you would need to eat 7,000 calories over your maintenance calories. So like if you ate 3,000 calories a day, you'd have to eat 10,000 calories to just gain like two pounds. I probably ate that yesterday. Yeah, me too. So it could happen. But that, that I actually have to think about that a lot though because- I have those periods where I, I'm really good about eating healthy, but then the week before my period, I'm a garbage can. Like, and it's not even that, uh, like I'm starving to the point where I'm like, if I don't eat, I'm going to one, yell, rip everyone's head off mm -hmm. out of being hangry. And two, it's like, I feel like I'm going to fall over and die if I don't eat. And I love his point though, of like, don't be so hard. Like if you eat two burgers that day, don't be so hard on yourself. Cause yeah. like that, that's prop. Let's say those burgers and fries, let's say you eat that twice probably 4,000 calories, you're still not gaining that. 
Yeah. Like the next morning we're like, oh, it was a bad day yesterday. It's like, chill. I know. And like this morning I was proud of myself because usually like yesterday so much, but also like the time difference really threw me through a loop. So I had like three breakfasts and two dinners. Um, This morning I would have like tried to find like a berries or an orange theory. And I was like, F it. Like I'm getting my period. My back hurts. I'm just going to go for a walk. Yes. And be nice to your body. And it's yeah. just like, who cares? I just like strolled for a few miles. Yeah, That's nice. Good for you for strolling a few miles. And then I, well, I was on the phone with Julie. So that helped. That time that makes the time pass. Yeah. And then I stopped and got a bunch of coffee. <laughs> Let's talk about these coffees. Um, From Little Shop or Little Lunch. Yes. They're so good. The coconut. So when I was visiting, when I was coming to LA, I was like, where should I get coffee? And one of my good friends was like, you got to go to Little Lunch and get the cocoa cold brew. And then Harrison, without even saying anything, I'm pretty sure was like, get the cocoa cold brew from Little Lunch. Or you told me that's his favorite. So I did. And this is my second today. The first time that we came here, he's like, we, we walked to Little Lunch, this place. I'm not giving them a ricochet shot. I was going to. But... Um, yeah, it was crazy that you had said that, but the, we thought that the cocoa cold brew was like a chocolate cold brew, but it's like coconut water with like macadamia milk. It's, this is like very good. This morning I thought that they ripped me off because I got the coffee and it looked like that. I'm like, did they run out of the cocoa? Like what's with the coffee? And then I sipped it and I was like, this is fabulous. And then I'm glad I asked when you were in the other room, I was like, what's in it? And then you asked what's in it. I'm like, oh, it's coconut, not cocoa. Yeah. It's, it's like, this would be easy to make at home though. Yeah. It's like a regular coffee and then you add the milk and you, I think the coconut water is what makes it. Yeah. That's like the little kick in it. It's really good. Have you ever had something off menu? Like, um, I mean, I've done like the Starbucks secret menu, but that's it. The, Starbucks has a secret menu. Yeah. What's on it? So many things. Give me an example. Well, the pink drink, you know what the pink drink is? Yeah. That used to be a secret menu item and then it got so popular they threw it on the real menu, but oh my God, ever, so many things. I can't even... Give you an example. In and Out has their secret menu. Yeah, but the other day I really wanted a burger, and the place in New York across from me has an off-menu burger. And I went, and I I always worry about off-menu items that like the waiter you order it from is not going to know it. Yeah, but they always know it. So I was like, "Can I get the burger?" And he's like, "Yep," and brought it to me, and it was the most fabulous burger on the planet. But it, it got me to thinking I've never had the In and Out off-menu items, and I kind of want to go to an In and Out while we're here. Yeah. And get the off-menu items. What are they? I don't know. I don't know. I've only been in Do you know what the once. in and out off-menu is? Yes. They know everything. Onion burger? We should do that. That should be a video we make. Can, you, can we drive to one? Uh, we can walk to one? We could Uber it. That would be fun. Let's go get the off-menu stuff. Brandon said he'll... Us, if we don't make content. <laughs> there we go. We'll go. That's what we'll do. We'll get the off menu. We'll go to, you have to text us the name of that that you just said. Yes, please do. Oh, that's a nice little Uber. Yeah. I also would like to try their fries. Yeah. Never had their fries? I have, but I was in Reno, Nevada, and I was like 12. Also, you know, it sounds great. It's not off menu, but they're, they're Diet Coke. Is it one of those, is it like a McDonald's Diet Coke with a little extra syrup in it? No, it's just a Diet Coke. Right now. Sounds so good. Oh, just in general. Yeah. Okay, you're just gonna get that when we go there. Yeah. I like that. We'll, okay, let's. That's what we'll do after this. Okay. Um, Should we do a listener question? Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a story to tell you though, other than the listener question. Oh, it's, do you want? Because this is gonna put us in a whole twist of things. Okay. This were I read the listener question and this reminded me of it. Okay, so let's do the listener question first. Great. I have to do that. That's yeah. me. I'm so the reader. We got this listener question and I was like, oh my gosh, this will be a question that can dive into like a larger topic for us to talk about. Yeah. Because Alex and I have some interesting stories around it. Okay. Let's see. Listener Q. And, and massive tip, and maybe people do this, but she tied, she, we always say that the only thing you can see when you send a DM is the first couple letters and she has an all caps listener Q. So shout out to this She girl. did it right. She did it. I like immediately caught my eye. Yeah, that's really good. Thoughts on saying when they show you who they are, believe them for the first time, question mark. My fiance and I, let's, let's, my fiance and I have been, have been, the problem with the Adderalls, I can't read. My fiance and I have been having the same issues for several years now. When I finally made the decision to leave, he started making all the changes and putting in the effort I've been asking for for years. 
I'm torn between feeling like it's a little too late or giving our relationship one final try. Quick pause to talk about Way because are you having a good hair day? Yeah, because I'm using Way. <laughs> I want to rhyme with that again, but I can't. Okay, what <laughs> product are you using today? So my favorite is the hair oil. I have that in right now. And it makes this girl's hair every time just look like it is salon fresh. There, she's showing it to you. She's like obsessed with <laughs> Go it. Go on YouTube. I'm obsessed with the detox shampoo because I just feel like my scalp is so clogged kind of, which is gross. Yeah. But ever since I started using it, my hair grows faster. I also feel like um, I struggle with dandruff sometimes. So when I use it, it just like clears everything out. Yeah, it does. It's like it's like cleansing below the surface. Yeah. We're like actually really obsessed with these. Um, and I wash my hair every day and it doesn't dry my hair at all. I can't with the fact that you wash it every day. I am, I am twice a week max but good for you. I was going to say, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code MEANGIRL for 15% off any product. Look at how I'm spelling Way. We talk about this every time. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code MEANGIRL. Enjoy. So I think the saying, when they show you who they are the first time, believe them, is so true. And I think that even if she gives him a shot, once he gets comfortable again and knows that she's going to stay, he'll go back to his old ways. I don't think he'll change. Okay. Okay. I'm torn on this one because, okay. So most of the time tigers don't change their stripes works and you don't typically end up being like, Oh darn, I wish I gave him a second chance. Like if I'm betting right now, I'm telling her move on. He's not going to change. Same. Yeah. I just like a little part of me has to entertain the part where he could because like, and, and it's hard with these listener questions because I don't know, are these fundamental issues? Well, how old are they? Yeah. Was he like this when you guys were dating or are they new? And by trying, is it like he's texting other girls or he's just like not planning date night? And are you guys in therapy? Right. Like how hard are we working on it? And then you threaten to leave and he kind of gets his shit together. I think we could argue it both ways. Yeah. But I'm going to say 99% of the time, just just walk it. Do you believe in that saying, if they show you who they are, believe them the first time? Well, yeah. My the way my mom would always say it, when someone shows you their true colors, let them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's never failed me. How about that? Same. It's never one time have I been like, oh my God, I wish I would have gave her a second chance. Look what yeah. happened. Wait, so what's your story you want to tell me? Okay, so, don't forget it. <laughs> so I remember, I remember this story. So it was like crazy. It was a couple weeks ago. And one well, of my- was the chair. Jordan farted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, usually I wouldn't say anything, but these story, I'm like, you guys, I promise I didn't fart. Do you fart around Harrison? Okay. Sorry. So I, I hadn't. And then I like did on accident. I was like, no, I was like, I farted. <laughs> And he was like, I fart all the time. And I was like, I haven't really noticed. Um, but I just needed to announce that I did. <laughs> I, do, I do all the time. Do you announce it or have you talked about you it? Can, I, it's loud. Is the cat out of the bag? So I accidentally did it one time. And I was just like, <laughs> I literally grabbed his ears. And I was like, you didn't hear anything. And he's like, did you just fart? And I was like, I tooted. Oh, toot, you call it tooted? Oh my gosh. And now I just let them rip. You gotta let them rip. Okay. <laughs> They're smelly. They are they? This is what I was gonna say though. The first time he farted and I smelled it, I was like, are you sweating? No, oh no. <laughs> I'm a hole in my shirt. That's like like we, I hate them. Guys, we know a lot of our merch is backordered and we're working on it with the people. It's a fundamental issue, and our next merch stop is gonna be electric. Elect just this to be electricity. <laughs> but I was sweating, yeah. And that's how you noticed it because you were like, oh, and I was like, like, what's that? Like a little hole. <laughs> okay, so the first time you farted, I smelled it. And it was like a pivotal moment because I was like, yo, I can actually live with that. <laughs> like that's not because some farts I'm just like, I'm gonna throw up in my mouth. <laughs> but I was like, that on a scale of one to like fart isn't that's not a deal. Like I can handle that. Well, my thing is, is like I only do when I eat stuff that irritates my stomach. Pete always wants to eat stuff that irritates my stomach. So I'm like, you're going to have to live with this consequences <laughs> of my farts. And now I just let them rip. I'm like, this is for you for making me eat burrata and ricotta and ice cream. True. It's basically his fault that you fart. <laughs> it is his fault. Now we're realizing that it's 
Yeah, so far away. But I asked my friend that the other day, and she's like, never. And I was like, how do you hold them in? Oh, my God. No, I would, my stomach's like bloated, and it hurts, and it's just like easier. I did part this morning, though, because it was like 4 a.m., and I was up, and I like, and then like, I rolled over. <laughs> He's just like on his phone. And I was like, why are you up? I had one of our first sleepovers. I remember we ate something that irritated my stomach, and I... So I kept leaving the room to fart. And he, like, I got up so many times. I was like, oh, I have to check something. <laughs> got to check if the door is locked. Got to make sure that I uh, check, make sure the window's locked. I had to leave like four times. They, and they like, no. And you're, or if they're out of the room and like you do, and then you're like fanning in. You're like, oh my gosh. Twirling in your robe. Just like dancing. Yeah. Being like, don't come over here. Oh. And we're just like human. Yeah. Regular humans. Like, what are you going to do? We, we, we have we have sensitive stomachs. Major sensitive stomachs. And holding in is worse. Exactly. It's yes. not good for you. It's um, not. So sorry yeah. to sidetrack you on your No, story. no, it was good. It was, that was, I was like so funny because it happened this morning. So I didn't toot. It was a chair. Toot. Do you call it toot? Um, well, I call, yeah, yeah. I say, I say, well, with him, I say toot. With you, I'll be like, I farted. But right. with him, <laughs> I'm just like, I tooted. It's such a word. Like, bah. Okay. So I had this friend and she calls me or texts me. She texts me. She like met the cutest guy last night. Like um, met, met the cutest guy last night at a club in New York. And like we went home um, and he lives in this like beautiful apartment in Soho. And like I'm going to see him again tonight. And I like love these stories. And I was like, okay, like so exciting. Keep me posted. Um, can I find him on Instagram? She's like, he doesn't have an Instagram. But she like knew where he worked. And then she had looked him up on like LinkedIn or something so he's like a real human and he does like work at this place. And I was like, okay, fast forward to the next day. I'm like, okay, are we seeing him tonight? She's like, yep, seeing him tonight. And he canceled on her that night. Then she finds his Instagram. Then the next text I get the next morning is like, um, Soho man is married. And I was like, oh, so I call her and I'm like, how do you know he's married? And she was like, okay. So the way he approached her at the club was just like beelined over to her and was just like danced with her for a little bit and then like took her home. Okay. So then she tells me, she was like, okay, it was a little weird looking back on it. Like I was really drunk, but he kept the lights off in the apartment and he said his sister was moving to New York. And so a lot of her stuff was there. And so that's why there was like, if I saw any like girl stuff, it's just cause like she was staying with him for a couple days before she moved into her apartment. Okay, but that's it's because he has a wife, which Wait, is why there's girl stuff there. No, my eyes are like this because I've heard like I've heard a similar story to this. It's crazy. From a girl in New York. Okay. So like, okay. It, it, this is like sad. It's yeah. crazy to do this in New York on home turf. Yeah. Get a hotel room and say you're from out of town. That, like get just yeah, like I don't want to help you be insane, but like be smarter than this. Yeah. So, okay, so he cancels on her that night. And so she goes to his Instagram, finds like he's happily married on Instagram. Like the last post is like, you know, three weeks ago. This girl's adorable. So then she goes to the wife's Instagram and the wife is just in L.A. on a friend's bachelorette party. And I'm like, you got to tell the wife. She's like, yep, I got to tell the wife. And I'm like, OK, how are you telling the wife? She's like, with a lot of detail, like I want to supply her with all the evidence. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And, and she has it in text where he, she took a photo outside of their apartment and like sent it to one of her friends. So she sends the wife like all the text messages and it's like him saying like, I had fun with you last night. It's full, they're fully incriminating. And she's like, I have like, this is the address. Um, he kept the lights off. Like your dog's name is XYZ. Uh, like gives her everything, shows her the screenshots of the text messages, shows like a screen recording of his number. Oh my God. Just so the, just, just cause I was like, make it to where the wife doesn't have to respond. And does have to think that you're crazy or something. Yeah. And she, she started off with like, it gives me no joy to give you this message. And had I known this man was married, like, I am so sorry, but you need to know. Yeah. So takes the girl like two days to reply. Was it over Instagram? She DM'd her. Yeah. Instagram DMs her. So the girl finally responds and says, um, are you sure you slept together? He says you didn't sleep together. And he's an alcoholic. I think he's an alcoholic or something. And I just. Does it matter at that point? I was like, is uh, uh, the texter so, like he wanted to see her the next day. And the reason he canceled was he was like, I've just recently kind of started seeing someone 
So maybe it's not best, but you really won me over last night. And I was like, my mind is blown. So where did she leave it with the wife? Um, she just, I think she responded back and was like, absolutely. And like, I just wish you the best. And like, this isn't my problem. I just wanted to give you the evidence. What? Yeah. So what would you do? In which instance? If you're the wife. If I'm the wife, I'd end that marriage immediately. If I'm the wife, I would be, because you know what happened. He started crying. Yeah. Saying like, I did, but, the, but it's because I need to go to rehab. And maybe, maybe he does. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But you just know exactly how that went. And it, and it just irks me because I'm like, he wasn't going to self-admit it. Also, this is not the first time he's done this. It's not the first time. And he just, he just carelessly took her back to your apartment and told a bunch of compounding lies. And then soberly the next day, continued them. That's a guy who, who's, who like knows what he's doing or has plotted that for a long time to keep the lights off. To, like, you know what I mean? Bring him back when the wife is out of town. To say the sister thing. Yeah, like he's thought of this. To text the next day and be like, hey, want to hang out tonight? Yeah. And then be like, you know, you get cold feet around 5 p.m. and say you just started seeing someone else. That's so Which is going to tip off anybody. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy, though? This poor wife and your friend, too. Like, I'm glad that she, she told the wife, but oh, my God. He's a sociopath. And I feel bad for the wife because... Because I was like, all right, this is a really, that message, I mean, you, that is, like, a, like I wanted to cry thinking about the wife, you know, on the airplane, reading that, and just being like, you know, first of all, you just say, like, this girl's crazy. Yeah. And then you, you keep reading it, and you're like, she knows my address. And then every, like, your whole entire life changes before your eyes. Yeah. But then, it's like, that's a really shitty six months where you got to, like, reroute everything in your life. But, like two years down the road, like you're so much happier because you avoided that. Yeah. And like, I have a feeling that he isn't going to stop doing this, even if he gets away with it this time. And, and so my point, my thought was like, fundamentally, like this is a problem, probably a person that, and I gave, I gave somebody a second chance and, and I, and I could confidently say, when it came to Graham, he was never going to do that again. And that man had changed and he was one, you know, and, and wonderful in that scenario. This, I'm like, I don't know that we change. Yeah. Well, that's why when I say like when people show you who they are, believe in the first time, I think like it's definitely take with a grain of salt. But like a lot of people who are dating, if you're not happy with the like, because I feel like so many girls would be like, they ran late to the date. They won't text me back. They don't make time for me. They they bail on me for their friends. It's like, that's who they are as people. They're not going to get better. Yeah, I, I think we say a lot like, yeah, they, they don't get better. Yeah. And so you, you kind of are like forced with like one of two fears when you start dating somebody. And it's like, one, uh, they're, not, they're not where I want them to be and I hope they get there. Or two, oh, they are so good. I hope this doesn't fade. Yeah. And it's like the reason the second one's better is they're showing you they have it in them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we've got potential. Like we've seen they can get to a peak. But if we start in a valley... It's just like, whoa, can can we climb? Yeah, like I remember I learned this lesson the hard way when I um, dated that one guy. I know exactly who we're talking about. Yeah, like he showed me who he was literally right in the beginning, made me miserable. He chose alcohol over me. He never took me on dates. Like he never planned anything and I asked him and I asked him, he never did. So I ended things and then when I fully ended it, he was like, no, I'll change, I'll change, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, okay, I'll give you another chance. After I'm already like heartbreaking, heartbroken, crying. Right. Like already destroyed. I'm like, I'll give you another chance. What do you do? He did it like he's for like a week, maybe two weeks. He did it really well. He was like, he took me on a date. He, he planned. And then after two weeks, he went back to normal. And it kind of even was worse because it was just like a bigger slap in the face. That, and I think that's the good news about it. Like the, the listener question, like, okay, if she does give... Fiance is the hard word mm-hmm. in there. We're not dating and thank God we're not married, but we're in this very pivotal time. Let's say your wedding's in eight months, like the time, the clock's ticking. Yeah. And you don't want to end it because that's embarrassing. Like I get it. But it's like, if she does give him the second chance, the good news is I, I think the shelf life is two weeks. Oh yeah. And we're just like, oh my, like we're looking at it again. Cause it's like, it's like, especially at this age, no one's changing in their, I'm, I don't know their age, but like if they're in their thirties, no one's changing their like fundamentals or their values really. Right. And, and neither are we. Yeah. There's a couple of things I think. 
and we've probably learned this because we're both in new relationships where it's like, oh, I'm really happy to step back from that objectively and change something. Yeah. But it's like there these guys that aren't handy don't become handy. Yeah, I actually told my friend this advice a few days ago because I knew we were going to talk about it on the episode. And I was like, we're going to talk about an episode, so like stay tuned. But she was telling me that she keeps having to tell her boyfriend what she wants from him. And it's like very basic things. Like she's not asking for the bare, like she's asking for the bare minimum. And I was like, you just have to know, like he show, he's showing you who he is and you need to believe that the first time. Like you've already asked him to do something five times. The sixth time isn't going to change anything. Yeah. So it's like, maybe you just need to find someone who will do that from you for you the first time. And I think like when you run into that problem too, you, you have to step back and be like, wait, do, do I actually need that? Yeah. Or did I just think I needed it? And then if you're like, no, I need that, then, then you have to realize like they might not change. And then you have to say, what, what are my deal breakers? Is this one of them? Yeah. You might as well ask yourself that early on. Like the biggest thing I've noticed with my friends who are single, they always say he keeps bailing on me for work. He won't, he makes plans last minute for, because of work. And I'm like, he's showing you who you are. He's not going to start changing that once he starts dating you. Like work is his priority. He's showing you that right up front. That's not going to change for at least the foreseeable future. Totally. And there might be some girls out there that, that are like my one area where you can cancel on me is, is if your job demands it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's not a one size fits all, but it's like, if that drives you crazy and he, he's not listening to you on that, then you might have like a fundamental problem. Yeah. So I made sure, and I'm sure you did this with Harrison when you started dating him, you made sure he like checked the boxes, like close to like the first, I would say with the P I like knew he checked the main, like the majority of my basic boxes by the third date. Like he planned, he arrived on time. He had emotional intelligence. We are so different. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Not like, oh, he, like super in-depth things, but just like the basic things that I need in a partner. But like you you actually need, like yeah. a, a deal breaker for you is they have to plan and they have to be on time. Or like if they don't do that, you actually see like, I hate you. No, literally. If you don't respect my time, I can't you're, you're seeing somebody saying like, fuck off. Yeah. And, and I think it's, and it's like, that's why it's so important to just know that about yourself. Yeah. And then be like, they're non-negotiables. Like I am who I am. And also too, if you're like people listening, you have to make sure you voice that to people. You got to communicate it to them. Yeah. Like totally. with, it's not like, I mean, Pete was actually pretty much like that in the beginning, but like there were a lot of things where I had to voice that. And he was like, yeah, I, that works for me. And it, and it makes, like, you two communicate really, really, really well and I think uh, are such a good fit in the sense that, like, he does those things inherently. Yeah. And there's guys out there that do them. Yeah. Y you could no more date Harrison than, like, survive, like, <laughs> in, on the ocean without a boat. Like, but what I, like, because you'd be like, oh, on earth. Um, but I was thinking about you saying, like, you had your boxes. So I didn't have them. I had to create them. Oh, that's interesting. Coming mean from Graham to Harrison. Yeah. I, I knew things that I thought would be nice, but I hadn't dated like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I had this just like really blank slate. And you dated, or you were married to Graham during your most pivotal like time in your life when you changed. Where like professionally, like, and then I had moved to a new city that I found out that I like loved mm -hmm. and I like developed as a human. And I had to be like, okay, I don't know my deal breakers or my deal makers, um, but I kind of had to like feel them out. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did you get them then? Well, I don't know. I'm sitting here sort of thinking about it. Okay, I started thinking a lot about what an ideal life for me would be like um, and what mattered to me like in a moral way and then what keeps me happy. A lot, a lot of what keeps me happy is like my location. Mm -hmm. Like I've realized I love New York with the side of Miami mm -hmm. that makes, and I don't know if that's the next five years or if that's the next 50 years, I don't need that answer right now. But one thing I realized about Harrison is like, he likes to live the way I do. We like to try, like to be on the go a lot. That's huge. Yeah. And like my days when we just walk around on a random Sunday, the way he picks to navigate things is the exact way I would. 
And so I'm like, wow, I find myself having a lot of fun. Like I, I just kind of had to get there naturally and just, I was like assessing everything. But I was like, a lot of my old things that I thought were deal breakers, I just kind of realized I didn't care or I did care. Yeah. And I feel like you guys have very similar communication styles mm -hmm. and you value the same things. The, the more, the foundation, I did have to check that first. Like as far as like a good person is, or do we have that? Yeah. And we had that. So that was good. And then from there, I just kind of learned a lot. Yeah. That's, I never even thought about how you had to reset and like fully reset the boxes that you need in a partner. Yeah. And I, I didn't really have them and it happened like faster than I thought. And so, yeah, that was crazy to sit there and you, you were like, you had yours. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't have those. I mean, mine took years of dating bad guys. Well, and, and years of you, you would shift them for the guys. Yes. And then being like, no, these are my boxes. Yes. That's, and they just are. And realizing my boxes literally were the bare minimum for the person I wanted to be with. Totally. And, and look, they made you really happy. Yeah. And you waited. Because that's what so many girls say. They're like, am I asking for too much? I'm like, you, no a thing. you asking a guy to plan a date is not asking too much. Yeah. Like it's, it's probably your standards are, they're just yours. Like yeah. let them be yours. And there's some guy out there that will like wonderfully fulfill them. Yeah. Because like my values would kill Harrison and your values would probably kill Pete. Totally. So it's like, you just have to find the person that's right for you. And that's what makes the world go around. Yeah. Like if we all fit with everybody, it'd be a mess out there. Yeah. 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 I like that. Me too. Um, huh. Should we do some recs? Oh, we're going to do those. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's yours? Oh, I'm nervous. I only have one. That's okay. Do you want me to do one? Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I have two. Okay, I have two as well. Okay, go first. Um, so is one of them a book? No. Okay, you should think of a book because people miss your book, Rex. Oh, I, I have one. I'm reading it. Okay. I don't know what it's called. So don't forget the other two then. Okay. Um, so my first one is, so I finished the Akatar series and now I'm on Crescent City and I'm going to read the third book. But like just the whole Sarah J Moss universe is my recommendation. And then my second one is the TV show One Day on Netflix. Oh. Did you ever, you probably never did, the movie with Anne Hathaway, 2014, I think they made it. Is it called One Day? Yeah. No. It's like, it's Jim Sturges and Anne Hathaway. It's one of my favorite uh, romantic movies. I can't even say rom-com because I said that one time and someone yelled at me because it's not a comedy. Um, but they made a TV show about it, a limited series on Netflix. And it is so good. It's one of the first shows I've watched in a long time where I'm not looking at my phone. Oh, that's how you know it's a good show. Yes. Yeah. The the movie to the show to the TV series, I didn't think could work. Yeah. But it does. And then I have a wreck for you. Oh, great. What is it? Have you heard of the movie um Bad Money? I think it's called Bad Money. Good Money, Bad Money. Like I I genuinely am like I, Is I, it old? Old Money. No. Bad Money. No, it's a new movie. It's a new movie. Bad Money. Dumb Money? Dumb Money. That's it. With Seth Rogen. Watched it. Loved it. You did? Loved it. Wasn't it so good? It was so good. It was the, the first movie in a long time where I also didn't check my phone. It was so good. Yes. I almost rewatched it on the plane. Yeah. That is, and that's a good wreck for me because that is my, that's like the type of movie I go to to see movies similar to. Yeah. Love them. I immediately thought of you. I was like, Alex would really like this movie. Yeah. I, I did. I loved that movie. I also love that like Seth Rogen, not that he fully disappeared, but he's like coming back. He is making a comeback. Yeah. He looks great. Oh, so good. He's like only in his 40s, I think. He's married. He's made a comeback. Yeah. The body and all. Yeah. yeah I'm happy for him. Okay, what are your recs? Okay, so I'll, I'll just mimic you on that. My first, my original rec was going to be orange juice because I've been buying Fred, the fresh squeezed orange juice from Irwan here. And it's just like I have a cup in the morning and it's just been like a game Is changer. Is it really that good? It's unbelievable. You know what we should do? We should make an Irwan video. People love those. Okay, we should do that. Let's do that. We'll do that. In and out. In and out. Yeah, one. I'm like, <laughs> where are we going? That we can walk. That's kind of a long walk. We'll Uber. Have you ever had McDonald's orange juice? Yes. Best Way back in the day. Best orange juice ever. And I'll go with you to McDonald's because I want those hash browns. Why, yes. Why were they perfectly shaped like a large egg in that the way they designed that little package and you just pop it up? Put the ketchup on it. Oh, it's like genius. We have a lot of fun food to eat. I know. Maybe In-N-Out has a hash brown. 
Nope. This is like um, <laughs> Oklahoma all over again where I literally got food poisoning from all the food we ate too. That's because we ate sushi. Sonic, sushi, bo- beer, beer bomb, bomb. Bottom, the burger place? Oh, Brahms. Brahms. Brahms, killer. <laughs> yeah, I think that, well, we'll see if In-N-Out. I, I can't remember if I like the In-N-Out burger. I know, I, I think I like their, fr- I will see. Um, okay, so my first rec, the book is Going Infinite by Michael Lewis. And it's written, so what was cool about this was I walked into the airport. Okay, I finished the inner game of tennis. Phenomenal, phenomenal read. Uh, you don't have to play tennis. I don't play tennis. But it's all about like, just like releasing your death grip on life and the outcome of things and just knowing like when you're playing tennis, the more you're overthinking it, the worse you're playing. Oh. So if you really just like re- like relax and let your hands go and then it's like that's when you're going to play a lot better. So have you ever heard the saying of someone being like he's playing out of his mind? Yeah. Like, oh my God, like Jordan played out of his mind tonight. Okay, well, it's actually saying he got out of his own mind and he was just letting his like lower self play basketball and he was relaxed. And so he was like, that's the only way to reach your full potential is to like not be so tense. That's kind of how I feel when we record because I'm so relaxed. Exactly. And, and it's um, when you're in flow state. And I asked myself like the times I'm in flow state and recording is one of them. Yeah. But it didn't used to be. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like when I was boxing towards the end, I would be, I could get in flow state where I didn't have to think about it as much because it was a natural reaction. So that book's really good. Cool. And it like applies to everything. But Going Infinite was the first time that I was at the airport. And I was like, I need a book, but I didn't have a lot of time. And Harris was like, let me just trust me on this. And he grabbed it. And I didn't know what it was about. And it's about the crypto crash. And it's like the rise and the fall of a new tycoon. Um, And so I just started blindly reading it. And I like skipped the preface, 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 the thing at the beginning that kind of gives you the backstory. Epilogues and... Pro, pro, prologue? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't read that though at the beginning. And I just like went into chapter one and it's obviously, it's like kind of a memoir, but it's really good. Okay. Yeah. So that is just like a mindless read about a tycoon and we all know what happened there. He, the rise and the fall, but oh. it's a fascinating read. I feel like Pete would love that. He's, he loves crypto. He would love this. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then my TV show is also off of a movie because one of my favorite, like favorite movies is Lincoln Lawyer. Yes. So I wouldn't watch the series because I was like, it won't be as good. Oh. And I was like, no one is Matthew McConaughey and I'm not doing it. The TV show's better, I think, because Matthew McConaughey is kind of a washed up, like he, he's a little hard to watch in the movie because he's so broken. Yeah. But the TV show is more of a heroic story. Like he's on the comeback arc. So is it like, where's the correlation? Is it them just remaking it into a TV show or? They're different cases. Okay. So it's the same, like Mickey Holler is still the badass that drives the Lincoln, but the guy in the TV series is a lot more aspirational. Than Matthew McConaughey was. Yeah. And we love Matthew. So it's hard to say, but the TV show's good. I've heard incredible things about Lincoln Lawyer. It's, it's, uh, yeah. And I'm not one to recommend, but it's really good. Is there a love, is there like a love story in it at all? A little intertwined, some love. Yeah. Yeah. What can do with them? Yeah, so those are my recs. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm glad the recs are back. Let's go to In-N-Out McDonald's in here. We're actually going to do it. We're not going to McDonald's, right? No. Okay, but we are going. We are going to In-N-Out here one. Wait, say it again. McDonald's. Oh, I thought you said. I, thought, I for some reason thought I heard you say McDonald's. McDonald's. Did you watch Supersize Me? Yes, I think we had to in school. We ha- okay, so we did too, and I didn't eat McDonald's for like a really long time, but I'm back. I'm. I like don't ever like maybe once a year. Interesting. I'm more of like a McDonald's breakfast girl. You really can't go to McDonald's and like get a burger. That's like crazy. Yeah. You got to get the um Mc, or the eggs or Mc, McMuffin. Yeah. Egg McGriddle. McMuffin. McGriddle. The, oh my God. the egg white McGriddle. I mean, they're, they're really pancake uh, biscuit English muffins. Like yeah. that's iconic. They're so good. But I'll never get the image of the chicken tenders in, in Super Size Me. It comes out like glue. Remember that pink glue? That's the meat of the chicken tenders. Like, never again. I don't remember that part. It it's that movie can run it for you. It's crazy though that they can put that movie out. I used to go to a herbal herbal life in college. Yes. And they had a McDonald's burger in the corner. And it looked like they went and got it that morning. And I was like, how long has it that been there? They were like, two years. It's scary. It's disgusting. But but yet, McDonald's. They're fine. They're fine. They're Just thriving. Fine. No problem. That's funny. Yeah, so go eat. I don't know. Go eat it or don't. 
<laughs> not every day. Go for a walk. Yeah. No, don't go for a walk. I mean, like, <laughs> my new thing is if I eat it on the walk, it's like not happening. <laughs> I used to do that with my mom. We would go for long walks and then get breakfast for yes. Dairy Queen. Yeah, I used to walk to the sidecar donuts and I thought the donut didn't count. Exactly. It doesn't. It does not. That's how it works. And holidays too. And your birthday. I guess your birthdays are holiday. Is it? I don't know. Oh. Okay. I have to blow my nose, so it's over. Oh, bonus episode coming out this Thursday. Leap. Happy leap, leap year. year. Happy leap year. We have a fun episode with Brittany Schmidt. It's actually a very, like when we wrapped recording, we were like, that was a great episode. I love both Britneys so much. They are just like, they're, we say this a million times, they're so funny, but so intelligent. Yes, and they have a lot of knowledge to offer, so it's a really good listen, and yeah. it's easy. Yeah, so stay tuned for a, a fun little interview with Brittany Schmidt. She's mm. a good storyteller. She's a great storyteller. Yeah. She doesn't use filler words. She's. I need to work on that. She doesn't. Yeah. She locks you immediately. Must be that she's a trained stand-up comedian. Yeah, that could be it. Shows. <laughs> okay. Love you guys. Love you. Okay, that's it for today's episode. As always, thank you for listening to Mean Girl Pod, powered by Just Media House. I'm Alex Bennett. And I'm Jordan Woodruff. So, A.B., do what you do best. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. We are at Mean Girl Pod on all platforms. Stay connected with us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Snapchat at Mean Girl Pod. Podcast and social artwork and post-production by Creative Evolution Studios. Theme song to the Mean Girl Pod performed by Sergi Asbel. Mean Girl Pod, where your besties in your ear. New episodes every Monday.